Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! My name's Chris, Bill at the end of the bar, Mike on the guitar, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb that is Southside Pod, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com and brought to you proudly by Elite Benefits of America. You heard the ad at the beginning of the show. Butch Zemar knows his insurance. He's going to help you. He's going to help your business. If you're an HR person, he's going to help you impress the boss. Health insurance rates continue to rise. This is the guy that's going to get it under control for you. Give him a call. 708-535-3006. Visit EliteBenefits.net. Butch is a veteran in the Navy. Happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans. This episode dropping on November 11th, Veterans Day. And that's why you're going to hear some vets on the show. You've heard us go out to breweries on the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. It runs from Beverly all the way to Crete and back again. We went all the way out to Crete, the far south end of the Southside Pod listening area. At least as far as I know, that's pretty south. Evil Horse Brewing Company, and we found some vets on horses. Check it out. Donnie and Stacy are joining me here at Evil Horse Brewing, and they are from Vets on Horses. I know nothing about this. I'm completely confused. You're a Marine, correct? Yes, sir. Hoorah. Did you... Did you ride horses in the Marines? Like, where does this come from, the horses part? Um, it comes from actually my fiance over here, and uh, we developed a program, and it's for uh, veterans, for veterans as well as first responders with PTSD and suffering from it. Um, I never wanted anything to do with horses, and uh, it was always a struggle for me to get out on the road. I'm an Iraq War veteran. I served in 2005 to 2006 in Alta Kedem, Iraq. Um, which is Air Force Base out there, and I was a truck commander out there for Provisional Rifle Company. Yeah, we dealt with uh, some IEDs, and uh, you know, we developed this program to uh, help, our help our veterans with PTSD. And it was tough for me to go out there on side uh, on the road again. I go for my job, and that was about it. And then she was <laughs> saying, "Hey, uh, do you want to help me with these horses and stuff like that?" Where she was fostering a horse. Um, it was even right down the street, and I still said no because of my. PTSD of I don't want to go back on the road because IEDs and stuff like that. I don't want to break out of my shell and that's what PTSD does to us and it takes the best of us and um, I had my guidance and support. I finally uh, (laughs) broke down and uh, broke out of my shell and uh, went with her to the barn. I fell in love with these horses right away. Uh, I thought the only thing that horses had to 
offer to was offer the us was, yeah, the glue factory. And you know what I love? I love that she said beforehand, she, I was like, are you going to talk? She's like, I'm there the, to help him with the sentences. Like, that, that's exactly what she's doing. I it's told like, you, I, I have I have to, like, follow through. I, we, we support each other on this, right? Because awesome. if I have a blank thought and I look at him, he can finish my sentence. And then he's he does the same thing. So that's I'm looking awesome. at him, oh, I'm yeah. like, take that over right now. We're so, ready to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you real quick about why... Like, here's the thing with vets, generally everything has to do with vets, but you added first responders in there. And Absolutely. I, and this is the first time I think I've ever talked about it. The people who listen to the show know that I spent 10 years as a 911 dispatcher. And I have two friends who served overseas in mm-hmm. Iraq. And like, yes. they, like I have other friends that they don't talk to, but they talk to me because we can relate on some of the Absolutely. stuff that we deal with and the stuff. But I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I was a... I was a first responder. Like, I took all those horrible phone calls yep. and dealt with all the different stuff. But, like, I've never had a vet organization ever say, and first responders. I think that's awesome. Yes, it's actually awesome. And I think it, we can relate, like, just as you said. You know, we, we when we're developing this program, we're thinking about, should it just be for veterans? And, like, no. I got a couple of friends that are Chicago police officers, and they're doing dealing with their stuff as well. And I, it's relatable with PTSD. And we also got family members that are first responders, firemen. I, my mom's a nurse. And uh, they all succumb to some type of PTSD in their life. And it's all kind of relatable, whether it's uh, IEDs or whether it's shootings or whatever. There's always some, or losing somebody, losing a patient. Um, it's all post traumatic stress. And uh, we're all here to outreach and to help everybody because. Uh, I don't want to be selfish just towards vets. I want to help everybody, and uh, this is what this program is based on. And we got another event on January, tentatively January 30th, at Nova oh, yeah. Quarter Horses, which is open to first responders and our, uh, veterans. And our veterans dealing with PTSD. And um, it's an indoor environment in Chicago. It gets pretty cold out here, but uh, we're gonna host an event out there, and we're gonna show them what the program's about. Uh, our program's pretty much about uh, teaching our veterans about horsemanship. So we'll get them from the ground up. We'll start learning their hooves and grooming them, and then eventually want to start uh, having them learn how to tack. And then we, after tacking their horse, we want to uh, have them ride and walk, trot, and canter. And, uh, and the horses help. The horses help them they with their. Do. Yeah. And they do all the therapy. Yes, they're they a therapist. It's not therapy. the VA. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the horses are the therapist. That's really cool. So tell me a little bit about the event here tonight at Evil Horse Brewing. So Absolutely. we're out here in Crete. First of all, did you pick it because the beer is good? Because the beer is good. Actually, uh, the I beer is awesome. The beer is awesome. And wait a minute. Did you we, pick it because there was a horse? Because, because the beer is awesome. Because it's because of Sergeant Reckless. Uh, oh yeah. To 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 all of everybody, uh, Steve and Amy from Evil Horse. Um, we, we met up with them and they were gracious to allow us to have our fundraiser here. Um, and we just happened to share the same love of horses, obviously evil horse. Um, and, and Steve let us in on a, uh, Appaloosa was it, right? Uh, that was a nasty little horse. <laughs> and we, like horse. <laughs> yeah, we share the same love. So, um, they offered to have us, our, our venue here and, um, great people. Yeah. It has been amazing and great, they're amazing. Great venue. What beer? Are you, what beer are you going with right now? What are we drinking? I'm drinking a Sergeant Reckless, and uh, the, actually, we had to name our uh, horse Moonshine, who her nickname is Sergeant Reckless, uh, just because, because of uh, Steve. Horse. Yeah, because yes. of Steve. <laughs> that doesn't look like beer. Is that beer or no? 
It's absolutely beer. Yeah? Yeah. What it's, kind? It's Steve's special blend. Oh, okay. All just for me. Yeah, I think that's bourbon is what it's I think not, it is. No. <laughs> it's Evil Horses special blend for tonight's event. And so. a big look out. She rides horses and she drinks liquor. I mean, hey. how does anybody find out about your organization? Somebody listening right now wants to find out about it. Their website, throw that out there. Yes, uh, we got uh, www.vetsonhorses.org. You could also follow us on TikTok. You could also, actually, she's our marketing girl, so I'm going to let you tell her. <laughs> uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you can find us out there. And like he said, uh, www.vetsonhorses.org. So come and follow us. Let's Stacey. do it. Stacy, Donnie, I appreciate you talking with me. Enjoy your party tonight and uh, yeah. great stuff you're doing. I, I, I think it's awesome. Too much either. Where's your bourbon? That's next. <laughs> That's next. We'll have one together. Okay. A special one, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Happy birthday to all my Marines. First and foremost, uh, November 10th, 1775 is when we became alive. And I just want to say uh, Semper Five from the bottom of my heart. And I'm always with you guys. Uh, if you need anything, you know how to reach out to us now. And uh, to all my veterans out there, we're always here. And uh, my motto was, uh, a Marine never leaves a Marine behind. But now my motto is, no vet leaves a veteran behind. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. And also at Evil Horse Brewing, uh, I have Steve, because Steve's the brewer. And uh, he and his wife, Amy, basically, they're the gas that makes this car go over here. And another great event that you have here at Evil Horse in Crete. And I'm drinking this IPA, and I had to tell you that I, like, I love it. It's good. I, I just don't know what it is. What is this that I'm drinking? So that beer is called Smoke the Donkey. It's our New England IPA or our Hazy IPA. It's double dry hopped. Uh, we do every bad brewing practice that we possibly can to make it cloudy. We add things like rolled oats and unmalted wheat and stuff like that just because. That's what people like. Right. People like that. Yeah. I remember having this conversation with you a while back, okay, yeah. and you were like, you know, it's when you make one of these hazy IPAs because you didn't do it right, but it's right. become the thing that people really like. Right. That. Exactly. Is there a difference in the taste? Like, is it really just the look, or is there something different in how it tastes? No, generally... So New England IPAs are generally softer and smoother because like this one has oats and wheat in it and it's much less bitter. The very few hops that go in the boil, everything goes the last five minutes, whirlpool and dry hop. So you're getting mostly like flavor and aroma and not much bitterness. So it's named after a donkey, you know, back on the marine thing. Yeah. So in Iraq, there was a colonel, Colonel John Folsom. He um, was in charge of this Marine camp and in walks this skinny little donkey and just started hanging around with the Marines. Well, he had to pull some strings and jump through some hoops and they finally got, he finally got the donkey back to his farm in, uh, I think it's in Nebraska. Um, anyway, Smoke is no longer with us, but his wife wrote a book about Smoke the donkey and all the, all the things they had to go through to help this little donkey. So kind of a soft story for a bunch of tough Marines. Uh, pretty cool. So we decided to name the beer. You know, it's it's uh, cloudy. It's a cloudy, hazy beer. So smoke so kind of goes good with it. That's awesome. All right. So somebody wants to check out Evil Horse. I, I know you know the brewery schedule because you're the guy making it. Mm -hmm. All right. So what's coming up? And what's on tap now? What's coming up that might excite a beer drinker who's like, I, I wouldn't normally drive the Crete, but I'm doing it for that. 
Well, we just tapped our um, coal spear. Uh, coming up, we'll have an alt beer that we brewed last week. Um, we have our winter Bach, which is extremely popular. It's called Blitzenator. Uh, we do a decoction on that. It's all German malt and tops, obviously, and it's one of my favorites. It's just kind of a big beer that's easy to drink. Steve, you got a great place. You make great beer. You throw a great event. Thank you. Good job. Thank you, sir. You are doing a great job yourself. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of This is a packed episode of Southside Pod. Bill's going to sit down here in just one moment. Before he does, though, I'm going to preview a group that's going to be on next week on the show, hanging out with me right now. Stockyard Kilty Band, you know, the guys in the kilts with the bagpipes, parades, funerals, everything. They're having their 100th anniversary Saturday, November the 20th. And that's why we'll have them on this show next Thursday, right before that big party at 115 Bourbon Street. And what are you, what are you handing me here? Just, right, just so you know, I'm the PR guy. Yeah. This is the, this is our uh, challenge uh, coin. What is this? Does this so mean I, I got to stay sober saw... for a certain amount of time? It's like, no, you got to stay drunk for a certain yeah. amount okay. of time. President Biden gave one to the Pope. Okay. And it's an Irish thing. So you keep that in your pocket when you come to the, uh, the party. If you put this in front of somebody and they don't have one, they owe you a beer. Is that right? It's an old Irish thing called but a challenge they, coin. But if they drop one, if they have one, then you owe them a beer. I have a challenge coin now. You do. Now, and that's I, one of the many things that will be for sale okay. at the event. And so when I use a challenge, what are the rules for when you use a challenge coin? You have to use it at a certain type of event. I can use it anytime I want to. How does this work? If you walk into a bar right. and you see somebody sitting there right. and you know they wear a stockyard cap like I am, right. put that down in front of them. If they don't have the coin, they owe you a beer. Is that right? Yeah. So anytime I see somebody from from your group now. Especially when you see a guy in kilt. Oh. The, t- uh, the Buchanan. Sorry. And then just pop it down. But if they produce their, theirs, I got to give them a beer? Well, yeah. no, you just drink together. We just drink together. <laughs> no, no. I can do that. I can do that. It's that sounds a like a plan. Situation. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. This seems like a way for you guys to get free beer. You give unsuspecting right. people these coins, and then they think, oh, I'm going to get a free beer. And you guys never leave home without your coins, don't you? Right. Oh, I know. When was the last time you left my... home without your coin? Don't put it in front of me now because I can't respond. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> it is now time for your Southside Pod word on the street. We'll start in Palos Park, where the Palos Park Police Cadets have launched their annual holiday food drive. Non-perishable food, canned or boxed goods, will be accepted as donations at the Palos Park Police Department at 8999 West 123rd Street from now all the way through New Year's Day. All of the donations go to the Palos Township Food Pantry at 10802 South Roberts Road in Palos Hills. They take care of Palos Heights, Palos Hills, Palos Park, Hickory Hills, Worth, Willow Springs, and some portions of Orland Park. The Beverly Theater Guild is getting ready to do The Sting. Ba-da-da-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum. My grandmother loved that movie. I've watched that a thousand times over at her house. They're looking for anybody from 18 to 80 years old for all of these roles in this production. 
Auditions are going to be at the Salem United Church of Christ in Oak Lawn at 9717 South Costner Avenue. They run Sunday the 21st of November through Tuesday, November 23rd. The performances will be in February. If you want more information, beverlytheaterguild.org. In Tinley Park, village officials are saying that they are in negotiations once again to acquire the empty mental health hospital known as the Tinley Park Mental Health Center. Tinley tried to make a purchase in 2015 for around $4 million, and in 2019, there was an offer from the state for $4.5 million. If a sale goes through, it would have to be approved by the state legislature. That's your Southside Pod word on the street. If you have something you want us to get out to the masses, hit us up at southsidepod.com. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. I had to do parent-teacher conferences for my daughter. Oh, no. And first of all, she's a really yeah, smart kid. she's a kid. good kid. She's, a, she's your babysitter. Yes, she is. She's right. a great kid. She's your babysitter. No, I mean, she doesn't babysit me. Just... No, she doesn't babysit you. Right. Okay. Just... She babysits your children. For the record. Right, exactly. She babysits <laughs> your Your wife babysits you. <laughs> Correct. Right. She, you know, is an honor student. She's over at Mother Macaulay. I mean, that's, that's a big deal to be able to do all that over Absolutely. at a school like that. But what I noticed was, like, is she's in her sophomore year. I started to see her grades in the first month here. And I was like, what? what's... uh?" What are we getting to see in this for? Oh, we're slipping. What are we getting to see in this for? Too many and extracurriculars. I think that's what it is. But then that's what I thought originally. Yeah. And then she goes, No, 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 Dad, Dad, Dad. I got, I got four A's. Like she understands how her GPA works. She goes, I got four A's in like honors classes. I go, Which honors classes do you have four A's in? She goes, Honors band, honors <laughs> theology. And I was like, You're doing good at band and religion. Yeah, right. That doesn't count. Right. <laughs> you're basically <laughs> the your creed or striper at this right. point. <laughs> Like, You're good at music right. and God. That doesn't count. Like, that, that, that's not how this works. I mean, what about the big ones like chemistry? Right. Geometry. Things that pay the bills. Yeah, like the stuff that you're going to get a job <laughs> off of. I don't think you're going to be a band member your entire life. It's possible. Maybe. Maybe she's right. going to play saxophone on the corner next to uh, next to the ballpark on a 35th yeah. and Shield. Religious and, songs yeah, Religious the game. saxophone. Right. Out in front. Yeah. Well, yeah. She qualified for it. <laughs> So I start trying to figure out what's going on and I talk to our teachers and I figured it out. And I think what I figured out is some, if there's other parents out there that are experienced, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Cause I think coming out of the pandemic, I think a lot of kids, especially teenagers. Yeah. Okay. Or preteens are probably having a problem in school. Absolutely. Sure. And this is what we discovered and we tried it out for a month and it actually worked. Okay. What is it? What's we the realized, secret? Well, they put all these kids on these devices 
you know, during the whole stay at home and work yeah. from home thing. And now with the whole thing with technology, like all these kids have an iPad mm-hmm. or like some sort of tablet. Right. Well, the problem is the tablet. Every time they're in a conversation with their friends, every 15 seconds in a giant text message is ding, ding. Yeah. Like they, so they're reading their book. Imagine reading a textbook. Like, remember when you would have to study? Imagine if that right. textbook lit up every 13 <laughs> seconds with a message like, completely unrelated to the text yeah. and your eyes went to it. There's and then no trying to way find, you'd be able to concentrate. You would retain None. nothing. Nothing. You would retain it. And, and that's what was going on. So what we did is we just took all the notifications off. And then the other thing that she told me, and you'll love this, you're going to get a kick out of this. She's been listening to rock music in her room while she studies. Okay. And I was like, the music is distracting. She goes, no, 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 no. Studies say music helps you, helps you learn. I said classical music. Yeah, what, what is she listening not to? Not Green Day. Oh, nice. Okay? That's, not, that's not helping you learn anything. <laughs> like, that's not, okay. <laughs> you, get, you know, that, that ain't helping at all. No, okay? no. No. We took that out, man. I'm telling you. So, t- so parents. Yeah. Turn off notifications. All of them. And turn off Green Day. <laughs> Green Day's bad for you. <laughs> it does not help you retain your Spanish. Now, if they have Spanish Green Day and they're That'd singing in Spanish, that would make Absolutely. sense. That'd be Verde Day. Really? Yeah, wouldn't it be? <laughs> Dia de Verde? I don't know. I have to bone up on that. I got to see in Spanish. It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. You've heard Joe Ryan from Joe Ryan and the AM Drinkers on this program. In fact, you heard him recently. If you didn't, go back and listen on demand. He mentioned Bernice's Tavern in Bridgeport. Guess what? He's playing there this Saturday, starting at 10 p.m., 3238 South Halstead. Saturday night is also a busy night for music in Blue Island. It's acoustic night with Chris and friends at the Double Play Saloon starting at 7 p.m., 13011 Western Avenue. But at Blue Island Beer Company starting at 745 and going until midnight, a 21 and over show, Maiden Chicago and Fierce Atmospheres. The show starts at 8 p.m. The main act is on at 930. It's $10 at the door. 13357 Old Western Avenue. And don't forget, they have Western all screwed up just to the south of the beer company. Look for the detour signs to make your way to Blue Island Beer Company. This weekend at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. Friday night is country night. Saturday night is hairband night. In another room, you got louder now, pop punk and emo. If you have a show you want to promote on Southside Pod, all you have to do is reach out at southsidepod.com. Eric Herrera joins me down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. You may remember Eric from, well, he comes out to a couple of events every once in a while that we're at. He drives a a real, legit uh, Army Humvee. And what he did was clear roadside bombs. Like, he would go out and try to discover them. He's an author. He wrote a book, A Bomb Hunter's Story. You can get it on Amazon. And uh, you're you're the vet that I see the most, man. So I figured I'd have you over here. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? So Stockyard Kilty Band brought in this challenge coin and gave it to me. And you brought your own challenge coins. There's challenge coins at the bar tonight. I think it's funny Stockyard Kilty Band has a challenge coin. And then you come walking in, you have four. So, like, I, and you and you just carry these in your pocket. How often do you use them? Where do you get them from? How do you pick them up? I only brought four. I have maybe about six or seven of them more at home. <laughs> Otherwise, my pocket would be, I got coal in my pocket. These things are so heavy. Um, no, but military challenge coins, um, sometimes you could purchase them from units, but mostly 
they're given out by commanders, so company commanders, brigade commanders. Usually if they see you do a good deed around post or if they see you do an action that they really like, they'll give you their coin as a symbol of appreciation. And with military coins, you bring them to bars like they do. And uh, you challenge different guys and see who has the highest ranking coin. And whoever has the highest ranking coin, they get a beer from the guy. Your thing is you walk up, you drop a challenge coin, and then the other person has to have one with a higher rank. That's how it works. Like, Does a tie go to the person that was challenged or is a tie just a tie? A tie is just a tie. Okay. But uh, it's usually at the military bars, you get like a feel of the room if whoever's who, you get an idea of what MOS these guys are at, so you kind of have a feeling what kind of coins they have, if they have any at all. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I've i been fortunate enough, I've actually had the third highest ranking coin you're able to get in the military. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. The highest ranking coin you can get is the commander-in-chief, which is the president of the United States. The second one is the vice president. You have the third highest ranking coin, so you basically should win most challenges. Yeah, I have uh, Chief of Staff General Schumacher's coin. Right. So he's not no longer Chief of Staff. He was... Does it still count, though? Yeah, it still counts. It still counts, right? Like, if somebody was walking around with, like, an Obama, and they dropped it, and he, and even though he's not the president, I would imagine that still counts. That still counts, but, I mean, if you got a, if you got a guy that has another president's coin, whoever's closest to... To the most recent? Yeah, most recent. So you're telling me, like, a Truman does not beat a an Eisenhower. That's what you're telling me? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you carry your challenge coins around uh right now if you uh challenge eric you're gonna look foolish uh also if you haven't written a book about your experiences in uh in combat in, over there you have uh not done what my friend over here has done uh, tell me a little bit about the book for anybody that that hasn't read your story yet i know it's a bomb hunter story and there's like a subtitle give me the full thing and is it just amazon right now or other places you can pick it up yeah it's a bomb hunter story my life clearing the roads of iraq it's on Amazon. It's basically about my time in the military from when I was at 2005 to 2010. Um, I was a combat engineer, and what we would do was find roadside bombs. And I tell the story of both of my deployments, uh, the good and the bad. There's a lot of ups and downs in it, but I wanted to express how I truly felt during my time there. I didn't want to hold anything back. So it kind of gets an in-depth look on how soldiers feel and react to certain things. Sometimes I get feedback saying it's a little bit too real, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, people to know exactly what we would, what we go through and the tough times that we do have. The the vets on horses people. What what do you what do you think when you hear about stuff like that? I mean, it's a vet who started a thing, but it kind of felt like we you know we have guys coming back and they we got to get them like you know more acclimated back to the world. What do you what do you feel when you hear about stuff like that? I think it's great. Um, there, I know a couple of farms um, out in the suburbs around here that are for vets. They like have therapeutic gardens where they could come plant and till gardens or horses too. Right. Um, come out and help out, you know, just that little get away from everything and able to uh, be away and to have that ther- therapy as well. I mean, there's a lot of veteran-owned businesses too. I mean, but there's only so many jobs that guys could actually get. That's why the homeless rate is so high. I mean, even up north, they have a couple of uh, homeless vet shelters that they've just put up. And as soon as they go up, they're already occupied. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get why we're, we live in a world where our vets don't have homes. A lot of soldiers, when they do get out, they don't have a plan. 
And that's when the homelessness kicks in and the alcohol and the drugs kick in because they really don't have that plan when they come back home. You have to have a plan. When I left, I wanted to actually have a plan. I tried to join CPD. Um, I got denied because of my hearing. TSA too, I got denied too because of my hearing. Right. So I was kind of like in a no man's land almost like, oh my God, my my two plans that I had and I got denied for it just because of hearing. So, Which is understandable because you've been blown up uh, more than once. What do you want to hear from somebody on Veterans Day, especially somebody who's a civilian who never served? Like, what do you want? You want to hear thank you for your service? Does that make you embarrassed? Is that something that you you want to hear and like to explain like what the best way is because i think sometimes people just aren't sure like they want to show that they care but they also don't want to come across as a jerk or you know be like oh you're the 25th person that said that to me in the last hour and you're it, it's it's annoying you know so tell me what you what what you as a vet enjoy in terms of when people find out that you're a vet what how you like them to kind of talk about it no, just um, thank you for your service and have a good day yeah. i'm pretty sure you'll get the same welcome that you gave because it does feel good hearing that because sometimes we feel like we do get kind of left out and being uh, uh veterans day it's it's time to celebrate the soldiers that are still alive i mean there's memorial day and then there's armed forces day but we still like to get that recognition too um, so you'll see us out with our shirts or our hats or things of that nature. You just say, thank you for your service and hope you have a good day and we'll return the favor as well. Eric, I'll end this interview by saying thank you and every other veteran for your service and a happy Veterans Day to you. Oh, no problem. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod, on the Southside Pod. Join us again. And be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. So yeah, we cut it all out. And I had two teachers in her in her parent teacher conference after we had noticed the problem say that they were like last three weeks, really good student. And I was like, that was it right there. Wow. Boom. Just take that stuff off of there, man. Everybody thinks this like technology stuff is good. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. It's okay, terrible. Old man. Except for podcasts. Keep listening yes, to those. Definitely. The rest of it. Ding. Terrible. New podcast. <laughs> Southside Pod. Stop studying and listen now. <laughs>